0: Alright, we are back. Another episode of the Basic Blues Podcast right here on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I'm your host, Morgan Chapman, and uh, today we'll be taking you through previewing the uh, Penn State football game against uh, Illinois on Saturday as the Nittany Lions hit the road for their first road game and conference game of the season. Um, So far, Penn State 2-0, seventh team in the country according to the AP poll. They've looked phenomenal so far, but... This is kind of a different game uh, as we start conference play and you play one of those Big Ten West teams as, uh, you know, you're going to get a little bit more, hopefully some more pushback or some more adversity this team will face just to kind of get an idea of how they can respond. So who to watch out for on this Illinois team? They're very different than last season where they, you know, were phenomenal. um, Pushed towards a Big Ten championship run, almost made it to that game. Um, and so the team has, you know, obviously taken some hits as far as turnover goes, lost their defensive coordinator, he's now the head coach at Purdue, um, lost a lot of draft picks on the defense side of the ball, replacing Tommy DeVito at quarterback with Luke Altmaier, and uh, obviously replacing Chase Brown, who is the star running back for the Illinois Fighting Illini. So who should we watch out for on Saturday? Uh, starting at quarterback, Luke Altmaier took over or has taken over the quarterback position for Illinois. Uh, he is a transfer from Ole Miss. He sat behind Matt Corral. He sat behind, you know, uh, Jackson Dart down in Ole Miss with Lane Kiffin. He's finally getting his opportunity to play. Um, he's been shaky so far. You can tell he hasn't, you know, doesn't have that experience under his belt. He's kind of like going through the Drew Alar, uh phase, except he's not. You know, Drew obviously hasn't had any growing pains where Luke has. Um, he's passed 408 yards uh, in two games. He's got three touchdowns, three picks. He's also the leading rusher on this Illinois team, which is very interesting. Um, he is a legitimate dual threat. Now, I will say last week he did score on a 72-yard touchdown run uh, in the third quarter. So that's a little bit, um, I guess that stat line is a little bit deceiving. But regardless, this guy is going to run if the pocket breaks down. And so they do a lot of drop-back pass stuff. Hopefully the pass rush has been, is going to be able to get home. I think that's one thing from Penn State we have not really seen so far this year, maybe because it's just situational base or the type of quarterbacks Penn State has played. Uh, But we haven't seen a ton of sacks from guys like Chop Robinson or Dennis Sutton or Adisa Isaac. So I think that's important to note. Um, Can we get home as far as the pass rush goes? Because, you know, with Brett Bielema, you're always going to be playing against a pretty solid offensive line in Champaign, Illinois. So. That's kind of one thing to look out for. The other thing is Isaiah Williams, wide receiver uh, at Illinois. He's been phenomenal uh, for the majority of his career. He started as a quarterback. He actually played against Penn State in 2020 uh, as a quarterback, and now he's a wide receiver. Um, He's really their main guy on offense that they're going to target. They have some other guys that obviously have stood out so far, uh, tight end Griffin Moore um, and, and Casey Washington as well. But at the same time, Um, You know, no one's really like Isaiah Williams as far as how dynamic he is as a player. So watch out for number one on Illinois. Uh, Hopefully Kalen King and Johnny Dixon can lock him up. Uh, He does line up in the slot quite a bit. So I think one of the interesting nuggets about this game is can Daquan Hardy or will he be back um, in order to man the slot? If not, um, it, it sounds like it'd be more of a Kalen King, Cam Miller with Johnny Dixon in the slot. So we'll see what happens um, if we can take Williams out of the game, that's really going to make things hard for Luke Altmeyer. Running back wise, uh, their their best running back really is Reggie Love the uh, third. He's the most dynamic player. Um, Josh McRae is the other one. He's just more of a bully back kind of goal line short yardage situation. But Reggie Love is is a true uh, threat to Penn State. Um, One of the challenges I think so far this year has been uh, gap integrity. As far as linebackers go, there's the play against Delaware where they scored the long touchdown. So can Penn State bounce back um, and not give up any of those long touchdown runs? That's something to look out for. Um, This game in general is a little bit tricky just because it starts at 11 a.m. Central time. And so it's an early morning. These guys are going to be up earlier than normal as far as going through their pregame routine. And, you know, they have to be ready to go. Um, so we'll see how Drew Allard can, and can uh, deal with that and obviously get through his first career road start. I have no legitimate concerns about Drew and, and his first road start, to be quite honest with you. Um, Illinois does have a great defensive front. Uh, I think that they probably have one of the best defensive lines in, in the Big Ten, especially in the Big Ten West. They're probably behind Michigan. They're probably the right behind them um, as far as the conference this year goes. And obviously, you know, excluding Penn State from that conversation. But that's something to look out for. Can Penn State run the ball? Can the offensive line get some push? And obviously, can they protect Drew? So uh, certainly want to see how they can kind of uh, hang with a, a different opponent as far as defense linemen go. Uh, but really excited um, about, uh, you know, this matchup this, this weekend, and it should be a fun game to, to watch out for. Um, you know, last week, Penn State was really able to establish the run game It was super strong efforts from Katron Allen, who ran over for 100 yards uh, for the first time in his 2023 season. He also, Katron Allen, that is, went over 1,000 career yards in that game, which was magnificent. Um, So they really established a run on on last Saturday against Delaware. And I feel like that was kind of more of just for the sake of, you know, you think about that Villanova game in 2021. Penn State wasn't really able to establish a run game and things just didn't look great. I think that was more of a, hey, let's go out and dominate the line of scrimmage, which they did on both sides of the ball, collected a lot of sacks. Um, but it was kind of more of those other guys, you know, getting those those sacks against Delaware. And so that's why I'm excited to see if Chop Robinson can get home or Denied Sutton can get home, and or Adisa Isaac, that, for that matter, uh, just because we haven't really seen them pop off the stat sheet. Last week against Delaware, Zane Durant, Jalen Reed, uh, Zariah Fisher and, uh, Jameel Lyons all collected four total sacks for the Penn State football team. Don DeLuca had the pick six. Uh, everyone got to play. It feels like, uh, everyone on scholarship anyways. So yeah, it's an interesting game. Um, Penn State is a fourteen and a half spread in this one. I don't know really what to think of that. Um, I think they can cover it pretty easily, but again, it's just going to depend on how they start the game. If they start the game slow, it gets a little bit more nerve wracking, um, and the, the biggest question mark, which is, you know, really nitpicking at this point in the season is special teams, because we haven't really seen, um, how that's going to pan out. Right. Uh, we, we saw Sanders Haydack have some struggles against West Virginia. He did make an extra point against Delaware, um, or a few extra points against Delaware, but that's not really the same. Um, Alex Falcons is still the only one that connected on a field goal so far this season. So I think that's something to keep a close eye on is that, you know, if this game somehow does get close, can Penn State make a field goal or can they flip the field punting the ball? I thought Riley Thompson, the punter for Penn State, had a great bounce back week against Delaware. But again, the sample size is so small. Still trying to figure out who on special teams is going to stand out or, or um, you know, do well for Penn State this season. So uh, my score prediction in this one, I'm going to go Penn State 38, Illinois 14. I think it'll be maybe a close game at halftime or, or Penn State maybe is only up 10, uh, but then they pull away in the second half. I just don't think uh, Illinois has the firepower offensively to do what they want to do, and I think Penn State's defense is starting to find a rhythm. So, yeah, it, it'll be a good test. Um, Again, you kind of have that primetime noon uh, slot on, on big noon kickoff, but regardless, I think there's a lot of, uh, you know, I think James Franklin has not forgotten about that nine overtime game in 2021 that he probably wants to, um, you know, make a statement on some level, especially to the entire conference that Penn State is here to play and that they need to be taken seriously this season. So I'm going to go Penn State 38, Illinois 14. I think the boys get out of this game with a, a good win. They can move into that Iowa game next week with uh, all kinds of confidence. And I think Drew Allar is, is really the difference in this one. Um, again, I think we see more from the passing game and, and take some shots and, you know, watch Drew go to work. So that's it for this episode of the Basic Blues Podcast. As always, appreciate your uh, time and for listening. Uh, and next week, we're hoping to have a, a special guest on the program. So be sure to stay tuned for that one. But until next time, uh, let's see if Penn State can keep this thing rolling and, and climb up the AP pole. We are.